Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Once again, another week and another person saying that they will run against Congressman Chris Collins. As a Democrat, there's actually a three-way primary shaping up, maybe even more than that. There have been reports this week that the governor's office is still recruiting candidates to try and run against Collins. But in the meantime, we already have at least three people that say they're running. A couple weeks ago on the program, even before Election Day, you might have heard Sean Bunny. He's a former assistant district attorney in Erie County. He's from East Aurora. He was on the program saying he's running. Next week, we'll bring in Tom Casey. He's someone that's run for state Senate before. He's running. And then if you go a little bit further, remember, too, that the Collins District stretches all the way from Buffalo off to Canandaigua. If you go a little bit further out toward Rochester, in Mumford, there's a guy, Nick Stankovich, who is running. He also says that he wants to uh, try and make things work out there and be the winner of the Democratic primary. Let's talk to him a little bit. Nick Stankovich, thanks for being here this morning. Oh, yeah, my pleasure to be here. Um, definitely, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we can make this work. Talk a little bit about why it is that you're running. Uh, um, the simple answer is I don't see, currently I don't see our elected officials fighting for the future that we all need and deserve. And is that a specific commentary against Chris Collins, would you say? I would say it's more on uh, the overall the overall uh, picture of politics. Because think of it this way. Um, we're not in our situation because of things that happened yesterday. Um, it's been a long haul, 30 to 40 years of, of horrible politics on both sides. Republicans and Democrats that got us to a point of everyone digging in their heels and we're not getting anything done that our communities actually need and talk, fighting for people in our communities. Talk then a little bit about issues. What What is undone? What What do you represent or bring to the table? What would you like to see happen? Yeah. Um, well, specifically for our area. So we're the third largest uh, dairy producer in the United States with the number one Greek yogurt producer. Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of farms, a lot of hardworking farms. So one in particular is the problem is how do you, or how would farmers recruit immigrants legally? Because if we're the third largest dairy producer and number one Greek yogurt, um, we have businesses to run. And if you can't secure a labor force, you're going to have a hard time running a business. So we, one in particular... Do we need to reform the visa program? What, what do you suggest there? Yeah, so specifically is um, uh, the H-2A guest worker program. So right now it's seasonal, and uh, that does not cover milking because milking is a year-round year occupation. So uh, just expanding that out to a year-round work, uh, that is a, a quick fix. Um, and it, it shores up, it makes whole the farmers, and also it gives um, uh, a peace of mind to the, the labor force who work on the, the farms. Um, and on top of it, it saves us money. 
because it reduces uh, costs on the government agency. Before you challenge Chris Collins, you would obviously have to win a primary. Talk a little bit about that process. I know that the primary is, is usually a situation where different candidates vie to carry the, the Democratic banner or the, the, the banner of their party, as it were. Um, so, so with that in mind, I, I ask, why are you a Democrat? What does being a Democrat mean to you, and why would you want to carry that flag? Um, let's see. The reason why I'm going, uh, you know, ha- having that Democrat attached to my name is um, I was woken again into politics. I've never done insider politics stuff. I've always done volunteer and helped out where I could. But the reason why I'm actually trying to get involved is um, I want to change how the parties run. I want to change how how the Democratic Party went away from the people. Because you got to remember, Democrats are the ones that have created the eight-hour workday, the weekend, um, allowed women to vote, fought for, um, you know, our black population to vote. So, and it's back to what I was saying earlier, over these last 30 or 40 years, the Democratic Party went away from the people. Um, I'm personally, I don't, uh, as a as a business person, I've, I've uh, organized and run five different entities, and currently I'm uh, helping my parents run the Genesee Country and Bed and Breakfast out here in Mumford. And uh, we're doing some fun things. You know, we created another another entity, which is in the wool business. And then we're investigating hydroelectric power that will take our business off the grid, but then um, potentially would provide electricity for maybe a dozen or two dozen homes in Mumford. I'll get to your bio in just a second because there there is some interesting yeah. stuff there that I know you want to talk about. But but let me just sure. go back for a quick second to to the whole concept of. Uh, of why you're a Democrat. This, this district, as pretty much everyone knows, uh, has been gerrymandered a little bit. It's uh, seen yeah. as one of the most Republican districts out there. Uh, are you, therefore, yeah. able to run as a more conservative Democrat? Do you picture yourself as a more liberal Democrat? Where are you on the spectrum of Democrats? Yeah, if, I, if I'm going to have to use some adjectives, um, how about a fiscally responsible progressive? And you're okay with being that in a district that is as conservative as it is. You think that'll work, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, yeah. Well, okay, so look at one thing that's always been a, uh, a hotbed point, um, health care. Okay? Uh, we all need it. This district is an aging population. For me, I believe health care is a human right. And it is a fiscally responsible program to get into. And what I mean by that is, Currently, right now, the ACH is uh, $49 billion, and it's some of the cheapest health care we've had up to date, and that's over a 10-year period. If we go to a single payer, like a Medicare for All or any of the other ideas that are floating around right now, that drops that price tag to $32 billion in a 10-year period. Now, it's still a lot of money, but that's a $17 billion saving. And think about the opportunity cost, what you could do with $17 billion, like pay off the debt or, or help pay off the debt or um, fix the roads, have actual fast, reliable Internet to our rural communities. Um, so I, at heart, I, I, I'm a firm believer in economics. Um, I believe that if you spend more than you make, you have a hobby. If you make more than you spend, then you have a business. 
It's a fairly rural district. Where do you weigh in on the New York State Safe Act or gun control, even on a broader level uh, in the national scene in Congress? Yeah, um, well, uh, I was in rifle club when I was in middle school. So I went to the Iroquois Central School District, so I had the opportunity to learn at a very young age uh, gun safety, gun maintenance, how to shoot, um, and then from there, of course, uh, growing up in these rural areas, uh, shooting 22s with uh, with friends in the backyard, and um, yeah, got to the point that I had a you know I have a gun permit. We have a shotgun here at the house. I'm I'm pro Second Amendment. I'm I'm okay with guns. This is where this is where I'm at with guns. Is uh, if, and this is my simple answer. If you're a, if you're a terrorist, you shouldn't have a gun. If you're mentally ill, you shouldn't have a gun. If you're a domestic abuser, you shouldn't have a gun. Now, if you don't fall in all those three potentially violent categories, then enjoy your firearms. But I'm at a point now that you can't even go to enjoy a concert without looking over your shoulder. You can't send your kids off to school and not even guarantee that they're going to come back. And you can't even kneel down and pray at church without looking over your shoulder. So I think it's time for some common sense gun legislation that doesn't affect people that actually enjoy the sport, um, but then it actually puts some controls in with individuals that um, are terrorists, are mentally ill, or domestic abusers. And lastly, as I said, we'd get to uh, the biography, as it were. For those who don't know you, who is Nicholas Stankovic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question. Um, okay, so who am I? Um, I'm a business person. Uh, entrepreneur, uh, born and raised in Western New York. Um, I was born in Kenmore, grew up in Elma, went through the Iroquois Central School District, did my first two years in college at SUNY Oswego. Uh, my main sport, I was a swimmer, uh, ended up graduating from University of Florida with a Bachelor's of Science in uh, uh, Natural Resource Management, Environmental Studies, and Business Administration. Uh, my path took me out to uh, California, and there I got an MBA at Pepperdine University uh, with a focus on entrepreneurship, uh, strategy, and leadership. And they, uh, they really drove home on, under the lens of business, uh, servant leadership, um, which I think is coupled perfectly into being a public servant. Um, but from there, I had an opportunity to to you know run my first company for around 12 years. It was a swim school. I taught kids how to swim. And then over the years, uh, as my client base grew, um, I was able to hire around six people every summer. Um, and then got into different types of uh, tech companies. And then was able to help out a couple of, of companies that... that people that I knew uh, were running. Um, one in particular was copiers and printers. It was a, you know, a very, a very boring, stagnant, you know, stagnant uh, organization, but um, it was ripe for innovation. So in one calendar year, uh, this company was, was doing around 4 million year over year for about 20 years. And then when new ownership took over and then, and uh, I came in, helped out in one calendar year, we went from four to a little over $10 million. Um, and that's just by creating different revenue streams. So there's a lot of opportunity out there, and this is how I see the world as an entrepreneur, as somebody who subscribes to uh, business because I think it's fun. Um, 
is I guess I guess that would be the takeaway is um, I view myself as a business person who is uh, a community builder. And lastly, before we go here, what kind of interface have you had with the party? Uh, I assume there will be a primary. Uh, there are at least two other candidates that have talked about and announced mm-hmm. that they're running. Uh, what happens next? Give me a sense of what they've indicated to you in that regard. Oh, I, I have, um, outside of outside of me uh, reaching out to them, uh, like barely zero help um, or anything like that, um, just trying to build relationships with uh, the different uh, county chairs, and, um, you know, showing up, because half the battle is showing up at events, um, half the battle is, uh, you know, being available. And uh, for me personally is I'm just trying to meet as many people as possible. And, and for me, it's not about the parties. Um, and, and that's why my message is resonating. Um, I'm, talking with, I'm talking with rural farmers here. I'm talking with my neighbors. I'm talking with, with um, you, know, you know, other community leaders and residents of towns throughout our, our blue region, you know, was the, the four full and, and four partial uh, counties that District 27 carries. And it comes down to the fact that um, people want change because they're not seeing, they're not seeing it from, and, and I'll start this way. They don't care, I believe, ultimately, if, if you have a D next to your name or an R next to your name, um, if they don't have, if individuals don't have a reason to vote for you, they're going to default to what they've been doing for years. But what I challenge is the status quo. It's like, how has that been working this last 30 to 40 years? And this area has had Democrats, this area has had Republicans. But it's time that we start putting people first. It's time that we have an economic development uh, system that is around people that equals jobs. And we have infrastructure projects that actually help us that equals jobs. It's time we start conserving and investing in our environment, being proactive, because that's going to that's gonna save a lot more money than being reactive, uh, that equals jobs. And right. I think if, if you lead with people, this is my last point, if you lead with people, you will always end up on the right side of every issue. All right, very good. We are out of time. Thanks for uh, spending a little bit of it with us this morning. Perfect. Thank you, David. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.